0: Blog Talk Radio. It's on the these just sea islands, and things like that. They're so glad that they honour to tune in one more again to we show. Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This year, the Queen Quet Head Pundit Body, a uh, this station, and so glad if it still be the Head Pundit Body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that 100 children are tuning in one more again. We'll be the of upliftment to the living legacy and a pay ancestral homage. So this year show still sponsored by the Gullah Geechee Silent Coalition. Hunter Nadrill and Kangwan Yona, and find we at gullahgeechee.net. Find we at gullahgeechee.net. So glad that 100 children are tuning in one more again with we. This year evening we wanna dedicate this year program to one of we inaugural Wisdom Circle Council of Elders members, Sister Vermeil, Bunny Rodriguez, who go on and cross over your city and going on to the realm of their ancestors and we pray going home to God. So we're gonna take a moment of silence this evening for Ella Bunny. I I see. I see. So, plenty of 100 children who have been a grind with we and things like that at Georgetown over the years and things like that. And Guinea, you know, when we even had a rice fest and things like that. The founder, Ben, the Bunny Rodriguez. You understand? Plenty of 100 children and Yeti, she and her husband, Andrew, Cracky Teeth, and thing like that. 100 of not see the pictures and things from Gullagichi Nation Facebook fan page and thing like that. Even when we've been a gwine you know, of to the Gullag Museum as far as the Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival and thing like that for hundred Children who've been a journey with we and things like that over the airs, then Hunter and North see the museum move from Paul's Island and it move right down down Georgetown. Hunter and see plenty of pictures and things like that it will be on the show Hunter Chillin'. And if Hunter been there for me and stoolment, Hunter with a member bunny from back of Yona, And then plenty of hundred children who know me from thing with the Underground Railroad Network to Freedom they know some of the dance and things like that, with the quilt, the Gullah Oman Story Quilt, upon the stage, that one was make by the Ella Bunny, and things like that. And plenty of other a 100 children, yet about them, when they been acquired in D.C., because the Shell Obama family, the first lady of the United States family, and things are from Georgetown, and Bunny been the one who put them in a story quilt, and things like that, they will be used inaugural for read last time. But the first time, been in one quilting show and things like that, and she would get for coming in and get it from Bunny. We family with the and the Picky family, I think, from the Friendfield Plantation through that quilt and thing like that, all of we have the owner to the White House. So on the it been a long journey with the girl on of Polly's Island, but it going home for taking rest now. So we, condolences and things going out to the Rodriguez family and things like that, and to all of the Gullah Geechee Nation family who been get a chance for bound around just a little while with the bunny, while they've been here. And so we pray, say, have a safe passage on into the next realm and things like that he ain't going to be forgotten tall, tall. And we thank them for the work that they been to do for let other rest of the people know who we be down here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. So we're so glad that this evening we had time to take out a little bit of what formed upon the Gullah Geechee Radio Station. But now... Hundred chillin' this year time of yeah. Yeah, trying time for plenty of people because, you know, sometimes people can't get home to people, and it won't get home to people. And all the rest of the time, people are studying for so much other cracky things and things like that, that no matter how tough, up, plenty of people are going to join us, friend of everything we've got, and then when it comes January, ain't going to have nothing. And so, look, yeah, this should be the time and thing. For hundred children, study about what a true gift and thing da? So that why this evening we all crack we teeth to leave walls, but the gift, but it go to gishi. But first, we like to make sure that all hundred children are all stand, what we to do and thing like that. And say we all the from the same. peer the of children like for see. So let me crack we teeth like that, for all the listeners with the around the wall and thing like that. So hundred can on stand and understand what we the crack we teeth about the evening. So. That's the only reason that I choose to speak in this way tonight is so that everyone listening throughout the world, that you grasp the importance of what we're talking about here tonight. Because many times we want to delve right into the concepts, the way that we live them within our culture and base it on our cultural mores and our paradigms, but not realizing somebody else is operating from another perspective. And so any of you who listen to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio of all these years, if you've tuned into Gullah Geechee TV, if you've been there live at one of my presentations, you know that I try to meet people where they are. So when we want to talk about the Gullah Geechee Gift, first I want to deal with the term gift and how it has been defined in English, in particular in American English and how it is more often looked at. And then I want to look at it through the cultural lens of traditionalists as Gullah and talk about the Gullah Geechee gift, because this is a very, very critical time of year around the world where people are zoned into sharing gifts because they say, well, the gifts and exchanging gifts makes them feel good, and it used to express love. But now people exchange gifts out of obligation. People exchange gifts just because they actually are addicted to buying gifts this time of year, getting gifts this time of year. They're in office partners there, and in office pools, they're the secret Santa in the office, this kind of thing. And so some people feel pressure to ensure that they buy things to give to people. And as you know, every year we do a Kwanzaa segment for the show, and God willing, this year we'll do one as well. And we focus on the Anguza Saba, but living that 365 days of the year. And also your gifting. Shouldn't wait until December. That should be something you can do all year long. So if you're saying you're giving gifts to show love, what happens the rest of the year? Are you showing love then? What have you given when it's not somebody's birthday, it's not a wedding, it's not an anniversary party, and it's not Christmas Day? What do you give? So that is where the true gifts are, and that's when you can truly tell the character and the heart of a person. And you know then it's not just obligatory. It's not trite. It's not something they're just doing out of traditions and customs of where they are but that this person has truly done something that is heartfelt because they give throughout the year, not when the commercial sector has made it the time frame in which they should give. And it's been very interesting over the years, and I love YouTube and Facebook for this, because each and every year during the different holy days, I get an opportunity to even educate myself because I take the time to go and look up things on the history of different, as others call it, holidays, and I call it holy days, that people celebrate. And the History Channel has done a very good job of going into it in a way that one might say is not politically correct in the sense that they don't leave out things about the different things that people might use during a holiday just because somebody might be offended because they reveal it. They just go in, as historians do, and say, well, okay, this is why trees are used, this is why Yule Logs are used, this is where this came from, this is actually connected back to what we've been called, the pagan holidays so on. You know, They go into all of these things. And lay them out. And so I like to post and repost those types of videos so that people grasp that there's a reason for the season, but it's not about you being a receiver of gifts. It's about you using your gifts to bless others. Because if you talk about Christmas, you talk about Jesus Christ, or Jesus the Christ, then the gift of life and love, was what Jesus the Christ is about so why we shop it in the stores becomes a question that comes up each and every time that this season comes about especially if you're not in a financial position to give these kinds of gifts so if you can't afford to buy someone a car don't put yourself in debt buying them a car unless you're going to go to the toy store and get them a little car that you can't afford to give it to them and say, hey, this is what I can gift you with now, stick with me, and you might get one that you can drive later on. You know, these kinds of things. So there's a practical nature that used to be a part of this Holy Day season, especially on the Sea Island, where it was really about family and friends coming together, and mostly family, coming together sharing what you had, and that was the fact that you could share faith and you could give God thanks that you had family after all of what we'd endured as people of African descent in America, that your family was alive, they were well, they were healthy enough that you could sit together and eat some good old food, cook some good old food, laugh, joke, tell stories to one another, sing songs together. Even if you did decorate a tree, you could make the decorations and put them up there, you know, and everybody got joy out of that, you see. And then as people started getting more commercial and you got the plastic trees instead of the real trees, and you you went and you got the garland instead of making, say, a popcorn string or something and hanging it on the trees or making paper little ornaments and, and hanging them on the trees. You know, we started to buy into what Western society said that this season was about and started to lose the traditions of the season and lose the meaning of what gifts actually are. And so to get into this deeper, let us start off in a way that I love to, and most of you know I'm a writer. If you didn't know, you can go to dot B I Z and you can see the different books, many of the books that I've written so far. Thank God that is a gift, and to be able to write, to be able to write in a manner that others understand, to be able to have people gain knowledge from the writing And so there are so many things that we each have that often we don't realize our gifts until someone else says something to you about, I wish I could do that. I wish I had that. So let's just all take the time tonight to go through these definitions and then examine ourselves and see if we don't maybe already have all the gifts we need and maybe we have some that we can share especially as we get ready to approach yet another new year. So here it is. The first definition we're going to deal with of gift is when gift is used as a noun. And the first definition says, a thing given willingly to someone without payment, a present. And, of course, they give a Christmas gift as an example. And they have a gift shop as something that can be used as a modifier when you use the word gift in front of shop. Well, Interestingly enough, a lot of people give things to people now out of obligation, not willingly, as I mentioned already, and something given without payment. So in other words, a person doesn't owe you because you give them something this season, you see, without payment. You are not supposed to give gifts because you expect something in exchange, or you figure, well, this person gives this amount, so I only get that amount. And I know in a lot of the office pools that used to go on, I don't know how they're done now. I haven't worked in an office with people like that for 18, 11 years. But people used to have an amount that was the most that the gift could be. So if you were exchanging gifts in the office, Everybody knew the gift shouldn't cost $1 and $20. The gift shouldn't cost $1 $10. The gift shouldn't cost $1 and $50. I know some of y'all say, I wish somebody would have gave me a $50 gift in office. But this was set up so that they would feel it would be fair and everybody would be treated equally. But you're really not supposed to price tag the gift. So you just give because your heart feels that you should. Give it willingly. God loves the cheerful giver, comes to mind. So that's a real present, when someone just gives to you out of the kindness of their heart. And that's what's called a gift as well. An act of giving something as a present is to gift something to Okay, that's the very act of giving it, turning it over, is presenting it to them, is gifting it to them. Now, a f- informal noun usage of gifts is a very easy task or an unmissable opportunity. So if someone says, man, that was a gift that I didn't have to do all that work at the job. You see, that was an unmissable opportunity. They got they got by easy. That was the gift. And I know a lot of y'all say, oh, I wish I had that kind of gift every day on my job or whatever in my house even. But that's also the thing. So I pray that many of us get gifts of unmissable opportunities, unmissable opportunities to be blessed abundantly, to have shalom for 2016 and beyond. Yes, I have had all of these gifts that I'm talking about, and I thank God for it. But now here is the second definition of gift as a noun, a natural ability or talent. So this goes back to what I said about writing. I've learned even about speaking, about dancing, about singing, about painting, about taking beautiful photographs, about modeling, about any of these things. These are all gifts because they are abilities and they are talents that not everyone has. That's why you have art enthusiasts. That's why you have people who are bibliophiles, that are people who just are voracious readers because they love to partake of the gift that someone else has. There are people who love to just sit and hear poetry all the day long. There are some people that just want to hear the best of the singers that there are in a particular genre of music because they appreciate the ability or the talent of that individual, and so here it is that your natural abilities or talents actually are the gifts that you can give to others because if you have the ability to create something even if it's a mixed tape, and you give that to someone this season trust me you may be surprised how much they appreciate it because they will realize that you took your time and your energy to put into Now, I'm all for you recognizing what it is a person has hinted about or what it is that that person has a passion for. So say, for instance, yes, you know that you have a child that has a true passion for video games. And so this is something that they do unobstructed. They don't bother nobody. They're not hurting nobody, but they enjoy being in that realm and in that world and they connect to people that way, have nothing against you saying, well, yes, well, I always save up and I go to the sales to get the video game, at least one to two video games for my child because I know this is truly where the passion is. There are some other children who also have a passion for books, and so you may go and spend just as much on books for them. And that's fine. That is excellent. But don't negate, if you have the ability to, let's say, crochet or to paint them an original painting, that they wouldn't also appreciate receiving that gift from you. It is amazing to me how many people come up to my mother and I and tell us how their grandmother used to quilt. How many other people, because they think they're elders and because they think they remember what their mama, uh, their grandma and them who are not here anymore used to do, that they look at people's clothes and think, well, I can make that. Well, you might be able to make the top, but then you wouldn't understand what goes into the inside and how we actually stitch it all together to make sure it all holds and how much of a tedious process it can be to actually create the quilt and have it come to life as you sew it. I say this because I've made a couple of quilts already just this year, and I'm just completing a actual apron, which I hadn't made an apron in umpteen, 11 years, but this time being reversible, first time I'm doing that. Why? Because my family had input on that one. But how much of a difference it makes if you sew something by hand that you created from scraps, and then you hand it to somebody else or someone else sees you in the process of making it and goes, oh, I love that. I would love to have that. And you'd be surprised how much of your energy always connects with them when they touch, when they look at, when they use, when they see, or they hear that thing that you made. I have artwork hanging on my walls of different paintings people have done of me or paintings they did that they then said they feel like I was the inspiration for it, not that they were intentionally painting me, but they felt I was the inspiration for these paintings. And I have several of them in a row on one wall now. And when I look across each one, I can see the artist that made it, and I can see the joy in his or her eyes when they told me that they'd sketched me or they'd painted me, or here they wanted me to give me this gift that had come through them to me. And so your gifts, your abilities, can be gifted to others and be the greatest gifts that they will forever treasure. When that video game is out of style now, that one is obsolete. When they're on to the next thing and to the next device to play something with better graphics on, that painting you've made will never go out of style. That quilt will always still be just as warm as the heart and soul that you poured into it. So when we go into now, we're going into the verb gift, to give something as a gift, especially formally or as a donation or bequest, like when you give to charities like we just had Giving Tuesday after Cyber Monday. And so many people know about Cyber Monday and Black Friday, but less people know about Giving Tuesday, which is the day that charities try to get drives on for the end of the year push so that people would give and they can carry them over through the season and begin their new year in the positive and so they can continue the work that they do to give to the communities and to the causes that they are part of. So that verb is to present someone with a gift or gifts or to gift someone with or endow someone with something. To gift someone is to endow them with something. And so here it is that when we look at this and we truly think of the background with these words, I find it interesting that there's even a noun definition in medicine, which is gamete intrafallopian transfer, a technique for assisting conception by introducing, introducing mixed over and sperm into a fallopian tube. I find it interesting that that is the term that they use in medicine for this type of a transfer because one has to be birthed with gift to give gift to gift. And so you can hone the gift over time, especially with support of family and friends and community and people around the world that... Take note of the gift and appreciate it and treasure it, and then help you to go take it to the next level. And so here in steps where in the Gullah Nation traditionalists think about gift. When somebody says hona got the gift," he had a mantle and things like that. They're speaking of things that they know are God-given. They're speaking of insights and intuitions and with and thing like that that someone else cannot have because it's particular to you. It's special unto you. It is something that you were brought in the world with in order to give some to the world. And it is usually positive. I've never heard of a negative gifting. It is positive. And it comes from a spiritual background and spirituality, the gifts that God gives. And so it's interesting these days that amongst the traditionalists in the Gullah Geechee community, they don't get much play in regard to hearing of gifts now because people aren't paying as close attention as they were in the past of their children of their family they're not as close as they were because this rush to want to have enough financial wherewithal to buy a bunch of stuff to give to people has made people more competitive than ever also as one might say spirituality says we're in the final days and that's another reason you have jealousy and envy and hatred Amassing so much to where people don't acknowledge the gifts they do see that people have. In fact, as they would say in the church, they try to put them under a bushel basket, try to shed that, try to cover the light, as people would say, throw shade. So here it is that when we think about gifting, we need to also think about God's favor. That is the gift that Gullah Geechees have in the Gullah Geechee Nation. We have had the favor of God. We be Gullah Geechee anointed people for true over the generations. Now, if any of my Afrocentrists, my Pan Africanist people are listening, I know y'all would say, well, oh, no, Queen, I'd fake the difference with you, you know, because if it was such a gift. You know, while God let us be our ancestors be kidnapped from the motherland and taken through the middle passage and taken through enslavement and then end up in this place, faced with racism and cop killings and racial profiling and oppression and the lack of financial wherewithal in a lot of cases. Well, let me flip this around. All those things are given, all those things are true. But I could also look at it from this perspective. The strongest of our ancestors were the ones that were able to survive the Middle Passage. The most intellectual and spiritual ones were the ones that thrived on the sea island to be able to create their entirely new culture. That is the amalgamation of numerous other cultures and cultural mores and spiritual practices and linguistic patterns called Gullah Geechee, and that. In spite of the fact that through segregation and Jim Crow and all of these things and the assimilation process that took place with missionary schools and so forth, we still do things like that. I didn't get crack. We didn't know who we are. In spite of the fact that there are so many other people who are still planted on the lands that their ancestors came from for thousands of years before who right now are confused about who they are because they're swept up in globalization, they're swept up in global assimilation to the point that they don't want to be who their elders and ancestors felt they should be, and they want to be westernized and assimilated by choice, where our ancestors did not choose it, but then the ones who made it over here found a way to endure, survive, thrive, and then be able to leave land and legacy to us, who is was a generation they never saw, but they had the faith to know we were coming. So now the choice is ours. What do we do with the gift that we have, the gift of having culture and knowing what it is, the gift of having your own language? What do we do with it? Do we give it away? Do we sell it to people for entertainment purposes? Or do we use it as the code of the spirit that it is? Being able to have your faith and have it intact, to be on land that the world would love to live on, the sea islands as beautiful as it is today, and we're a few days away from the end of the year, and I could walk around without an overcoat or anything on, and just enjoy the sunshine, and then these beautiful full moons lighting up areas with the palm metal trees, and it's quiet. When I do hear a gunshot, it's in the daytime, and I know that someone is doing deer hunting, they ain't shooting at me, on my churn, on my car. That's a blessing. That's why everybody else wants to live here, and they treasure this paradise as the gift that it is. And those of us who've been here for over 400 years have gotten to the point that we take it for granted that we just go idea. You ain't go idea without a fight on a So anything that someone gives me, I protect. I hold on to it. I put it away. I treat it right. So the gifts that you have, you need to do the same. And so here it is that our community is full of gifted people that do all these things I've been mentioning. They can sew. They can sew whether it's a cast net or a dress. They can paint whether it's a house or a piece of artwork that's now its own genre known around the world, Gullah Art, can sing without going to any kind of people to train your voice. They can play musical instruments by ear and read sheet music and write songs. We created the spirituals and gave those as a gift to the world that people have used in various movements to themselves moving. So here it is that with them with the mother with and thing like that, we know how to do this. And the one we going on in the water and like that forget to have and think for healing body and we can still do that today. We still know what to cook with, what to eat, what seeds and to harvest certain things and when to let things lie fallow, when to go in the creek, when not to, when to have hunting season, when not to. These are things that are gifts. Not everybody knows how to do this and when to do it. Trust me, they don't. We realize things that have been passed down through blood knowledge, through our collective consciousness, over the generations, and there are those amongst us that have honed this to the point that they see things 10 and 20 years before others see it. That's the true gift. I speak of what I know, not what I think. And so the gift of the Gullah Geechee has been being able to appreciate and recognize when God provides the gifts to the people and to give thanks for the people amongst us. Press down, shaken together, running over, shall man give into your bosom. And so man and woman need to be treated accordingly when they are gifts to us. The same way we would go overboard for that car we want and do all the detailing to it and take care of it and build a garage for it and, do all this extra, we need to start to do the same again for one another. That's the gift that we've had, family, friend, community, classmates, folks that will fight for you literally to keep folks off your back. Everybody don't have that. And it's a gift we've been blessed with that now many of us are getting away from, not appreciating. But this is a gift we have that people come here and visit all the time and say to me, I wish I lived in a community like this. I wish I grew up with people like this. Man, all of y'all related, no, the way we act you would think is one big loving family. But no, those are my classmates over there, the church folk over there. We went, we used to play in a team together, that one. We in this organization together, and this, that, and other. That's how it goes. Then the other 150 people over there, else are my relatives. And we live in a family compound together. So here it is that when I look at gift, I could not, I thought I'd be remiss without going into the biblical uses of the word. And, you know, when I look at a Bible dictionary, their definitions tend to change a bit, shall we say, you know, to a gratuity to secure favor, a thanks offering, or a dowry. All right? So remember earlier I mentioned endow, because there used to be dowries. So men who would marry women were endowed with things from the father of the woman so that he'd be able to take care of her. Some men are endowed already with gifts that they can use, and they might not need the financial push, but there was a time where that was done to ensure that the woman would be taken care of. Now, an oblation or a proprietary gift is another. A bribe to a judge to obtain a favorable verdict was also a gift in some places in the Bible. But mostly, it's simply a thing given. It can be sacrificial. It can be elemocinary. It can be a gratuity. And then they say in Acts 2.38, the generic word for durea is rendered gift. It differs from the charisma in 1 Corinthians 12 and 4 as denoting not miraculous powers, but the working of a new spirit in man and that spirit from God. So once again, when we say, "Oh, I got the gift in the Galagetian nation, we go back to the he- Hebrews. We go back to this Hebraic way of looking at the world that when we say gift, we now not talking about what you went to the and got. We're talking about what you came into the world with, what God gave you to give to the world. I know we love to talk about the magi and how they went, and they gave the incense and the myrrh, and they gave the gold, and especially the gold, right? I know. We love that story. It's a beautiful story. As children, we hear it, we read it, we celebrate it. It's wonderful, and there's nothing wrong if people want to give you jewels and gold and so forth and all of these things. But I pray that you would also leave these types of things as an inheritance to your children so that your children's children's children will also have a gift of spirit but also have the ability to be endowed with what they need to take care of themselves and their families. So a challenge us to, instead of spending all your money and all using up all your credit cards to the limit this month, to actually give somebody with paying their land tax, or you pay the whole family land tax in advance, tell me they wouldn't love you, okay? Powerful gift for all Gullah Geechis to do, to pay the land tax of the family. Pay each other's as your gifts to one another because you would then be paying homage in the fullness of the Fankofa circle. Go back and fetch it. You would be honoring your ancestors that left you the land. You would be honoring this current generation with something that would be beneficial to them and is an asset forever and a day and you will then be leaving something to the next generation and you'll be contributing to it. If you say, well, we don't have but one piece of land and one of us pay that tax, but the other one, we don't have nothing else. Well, then if you live in a house on it, what home improvement can you do that will increase the value of the house? So instead of us buying yet another flat-screen TV, I know y'all said, well, I don't bought it, though, not clean, I already bought down Black Friday. Well, look. Instead of buying something else like that, fix something that's in that house. Renovate that room or begin that process or begin saving the money toward it so you can pay for it cash and don't pay for it on your credit card. Go ahead and add that addition that you've been talking about, dreaming about. Do the things that are going to be something that the next generation can find of use as well. So pay into a share builder fund. For stocks and bonds and some things like gold for your next generation, for the youth in your family that are right now in K-12, through purchase a computer or whatever other supplies they are going to need to go ahead and open their own businesses and or go to college. Notice I said and or because they could do both. Go to college and open their own businesses and get them the things that they need. If your child says, well, look, I don't want to go to a four-year college, but I want to go to a technical college because I just want to do carpentry. This is what's been doing, done in the family. Well, then you should be buying them some Lowe's gift cards or something like this so that they can now purchase the tools that they need for the particular thing that they want to specialize in with carpentry. So if they love woodwork, you should already be putting them into some classes so that they can train about how to do that and do that properly. And so these are the kinds of investments we can make in our family in the current day that pays homage to our ancestors and our elders who worked hard to leave us something that we could live on here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, and then you leave something for the next generation and put away some money. Elders always say save up something for the rainy day. Now you got the rainy day, the snowy day, the flooding day, the all of this that you got to deal with. It would behoove you to make sure that you have an emergency fund that has at least three months' worth of money in it. And so this is the knowledge the wisdom the understanding i've grown into over the years traveling and engaging with other people reading about wealth building and estate planning and i started reading about estate planning because of as property After numerous heirs' property meetings and listening to the lawyers and understanding the legalese and beginning to ask questions about the importance of wills and estates, I realize wills are part of estate planning. So I offer you a gift of this knowledge that's been given unto me that you would heed these words, use them with your family, so that the next generation is even better off than you are right now. And you know what the greatest gift of it all will be? For you all to be together during this season, to just give thanks unto God and things like that, for 400 children being here together. And you know our last show was our give Tanks episode. So each and every year, we do give thanks, That we still do. We're paying attention to the things I'm paying attention to this time of year. You know that there are talks going on in Paris about CO2 and climate change and climate science and what we should do and sea level rise. And there are islands of the world that are already beneath water, and some that the water has encroached over onto the land so much that they don't have a plan for them to remain there. They've already gotten lands and are looking for lands in other countries and other places and spaces for the people to move to. So once again, our gift is that we are coastal people and we're still above water. The rising seas have not overtaken us on the sea islands of the Gullah Geechee Nation and that we have visionaries and people who are awake that are using their two eyes and their third eye to see what it is that we can do to work together to make sure that even when we are no longer in this realm of the living that we have made our crossing, that others will be able to be you and things like that and the gives you can stiff on this land, and crack your teach us so and things like that, and' you have any food and thing like I' been do before now and things like that, so I pray that you would join me and many other world leaders, many other black leaders who are calling on the global family to say, let's really rethink what our gifts are and what it is that we can give. And let us start to give to each other some love, some respect, some appreciation, some support, and let us start to be able to truly heal the land. Because with all those things being given, I'm sure peace can come about. And so... We need to take that time, this time of year, to really reflect and assess and look at what it is that's already happened, but where we're headed. What is the future we want? We need to create it. Many of you who have been keeping up on our Facebook fan page, you're following us at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, at Gullah Geechee on Instagram, and Gullah is G-U-L-L-A-H. Geechee is G-E-E-C-H-E-E, no I in Geechee. At Gullah Geechee, if you're following us, you know that we've participated in the UN work about the future we want. So now is the time in this international decade of people of African descent to use this decade to create the future that we want. And that takes work. That takes reflection. That takes self-examination. And that then takes planning for your future and then implementation of a plan. So it's now that time to pull out that pen and that paper. And if you can write, even if you say, well, I am writing chicken scratches for you to read. It ain't for me to read. If you have the gift and the ability to write, write down goals. Write down the things that you would give as gifts to the world. Write down the things that you would give as gifts to yourself. Write down the things that you would give as gifts to your family. Write down the things that you would give as gifts to your community. And then flip that over and give thanks for the gifts you've already received. What are your gift things? Honey, don't get me to crack teeth, thing like that, the gift and thing. Well, we don't get the land, the culture, the language and thing like that. I want mine, a gift. If you can think for yourself, that's a gift in and of itself. If you don't have to be programmed by some dummy box or the latest news report or the next door neighbor who's sitting next to you in the seat telling you this what you ought to think, this is how you need to move, this is what you got to do, that's a gift nowadays. So give thanks unto the Almighty God for having these gifts. If you tonight can be listening to me, you have to have the technology to be able to do it, and there's so many people who wish they did and they don't have it. That's a gift that you can give thanks for. There's something you can also now share. This broadcast, this program, you can always go back and listen to it again or you can let somebody else listen to it. You can share it with them. And then you can sit down with the person. Y'all can have a dialogue about what you could do together to celebrate the gifts in your community and in your family most of all within yourself. So, again, that spirit from God is truly the gift that when we say, when I got the gift, you're in the Gullah Gitche Nation. There's truly a significant spiritual part of who we are and central to us as Gullah Gitche traditionalists and is more often overlooked just like people overlook those who don't speak Gullah fluently and then just assume that every black person that they do see that lives in our area is Gullah Geechee and it's not true. And then they overlook those who have the gift to have held on to their culture, live the tradition, speak the language, cook the food, sow the net, guine on the creek, survive, thrive, not fall apart. Given all the odds against us doing so. That's a gift. That's a blessing. That is favor. And we be Galagichi Anointed People. So, this season is also an opportunity for the Gallaudetchi Nation to share many of our gifts and giftings with you. We pray that many of you will be able to join us on St. Helena Island this month. It's coming up rapidly, in fact on Saturday, December the 19th, from 3 to 7 p.m. at MJ Soul Food. We will be there once again this year. We'll be there with the Gullah Geechee Nation holiday celebration at MJ Soul Food on that Saturday. And so come on out. Support MJ's. They have some excellent Gullah Geechee food and cuisine. And so come on down plan to have dinner with the family or come have dessert or so forth. There's no admission to the event, but we do appreciate it if you come out with the intention of buying a Gullah Geechee item. We'll have Geechee, we'll have Naturally Geechee there, we're going to have a quilter there, we'll have cast nets there for sale, we'll also have Various books, CDs, and DVDs on Gullah Geechee history, heritage, and culture. And if you're just that shopping person, if you just swear up and down that you're going to listen to me all night and you say, I just ain't got to though. I'm just not that creative person. I can't be making nothing. I just got to buy stuff. Well, maybe you're the person that buys things, and then you're the person who does the wonderful gift wrapping. Well, fine. Well, we got a solution for you, too. Come on over and support the event. Purchase some things and take those things home wrap them as nice gifts. You'll still be a few days away from Christmas. You'll definitely be well ahead of Kwanzaa. These are things that we encourage people to give one another for Kwanzaa, educational materials about who we are as people of African descent. So just come and get some items and then take them back. We're going to have music, nice R&B music. It'll be fun by DJ Kwame Shah, all mobile productions, and you're just going to love the family there. And there's a lot of different artwork on the walls already at MJ Soul Food's for sale, and so you can come and buy the artwork off the walls. It supports the artists that are locals here. It also supports the restaurant, and so it's a lovely place just for you to come and enjoy on Highway 21 on Sea Island Parkway on St. Helena Island. And so if you want more details, you can go to our Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page. You can also type in on Facebook, Gullah Geechee Holiday, Gullah Geechee Nation Holiday Celebration, and you'll see the event come up. You can click there. You can go to Eventbrite also, and you can do the registration in advance. If you feel, I can't make it, but I do want to contribute to the work you all are continuing to do, you can continue to support our work by clicking on that same Eventbrite link. And you can become a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition for the year coming up or for life. You can also make a contribution to our major fundraiser that we are undertaking going into the next two years, where God will only take us less than a year to do it, Is the Saint Helena fill the shelves project so that we can get all of these types of educational materials and finish filling the shelves at our landmark library here on Saint Helena Island. And you can also just make an overall contribution of any amount. Every single dollar does count toward the work that the Gullah Geechee Island Coalition continues to do to be advocates for the Gullah Geechee Nation and our people and our culture and our traditions. And so, if Honechillan want no more of the work that to do things like that, eh? grind yonder to dot So again, you can go to the website, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E.net to learn more about the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition and to learn more about the events that are coming up, go to Gullah and click on the Gullah Geechee Events link and you will also see this celebration, our Gullah Geechee Holiday Celebration up in your in the nation coming up on Saturday December the 19th and then for all my folks that's out there that came out for Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week and joined us at Mosquito Beach. It ain't over. That was the launch, as I told you all. If you watch Gullah Geechee TV, you've seen the episodes of us out there at Mosquito Beach. I told you, it ain't over. And so each and every year in Charleston, there's a big Kwanzaa celebration in North Charleston. They're going to have that on the 30th of December. And then on the 31st is going to be a nice poetry night out at Skeeter Beach, over there, past Champs Island, Charlotte Green, right there to the Skeeter Beach. And so definitely come on out. If you're a poet, come on, throw it down, love to hear it. And so that's going to be during Kwanzaa Week, so we'll be talking some more about that as we go through these days coming up on the air. And so it's interesting because in the midst of all of this and in the midst of all of these celebration times... All of us who are in the environmental realm are still meeting. I had a meeting today, have more meetings coming up next week. Everybody at the UN is still meeting. We're doing work. So this is not a great time for many people in the world who are focused on making sure that we have places literally to live on after this. So we're using our gifts to try to help heal the world at this time of year. And so we appreciate each and every member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, each and every supporter that has been there for us and with us over these 19 years and that has continued to give, whether you were the person that used to send $5 a month because we had someone that did that for several years, or you were a person who said, well, look, I can send you five hundred dollars right now, and you did it only once. Trust me, every single dollar has been used toward our mission and our goals and has been reinvested and gifted back to our community. so we appreciate all of you and if at any time you want to communicate with us at the Your Sea Island coalition, please send an email to g u l l g e e c o at a o l dot com g u l l G E E C O at AOL dot com. I'm continuing the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy World Tour this week, so I' getting ready for get on up out there one more again and thing like that. And go out and crack my teeth, all the rest of the players for deal with this same thing. But we environment and thing like that. They're working right on up to the door. Of the anniversary coming up on December the 21st, and so. We have a couple more broadcasts and we'll do an anniversary day broadcast this year as well since that is our uh, Monday that December the twenty first and that will be our last edition for this year unless we go and do the Kwanzaa thing. I know y'all like when we do the Kwanzaa show, so we we'll probably just go and do that. But definitely we will be here with you and through it and still gifting and giving. To the community, and so definitely appreciate each and every one of you that shares this broadcast every week, whether it's through your social media outlets. And I love all the other bloggers that are out here, Blog Talk family, love y'all for sharing and listening to each other's shows and, and us interviewing each other back and forth on various shows over the course of the year because, again, the gift to be able to use this technology to reach more people and to share the messages is vital. And so we appreciate everyone who has given of your gifts to support Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio and the Gullah Geechee Nation, and me in particular. And so I appreciate you all. Continue to follow us at Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition online, Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio online on Facebook, as well as Gullah Geechee Nation's Facebook fan page. We'd like to go ahead and get to 19,000 folks before our anniversary on Gullah Geechee Nation's Facebook fan page. So hit us up, help us out. And also, we already made it to our 1900, I think, on Twitter now. So that is wonderful. And that was a goal as well. So we appreciate all of you for continuing to support us. And Chilla Know Who This Year to Be. They share the Queen Quet head on the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. You can always find me at com, and Quet is Q-U-E-T, especially if you want to support the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy World Tour. If you'd like to book something for February, i got maybe a few days in one of the weeks open, or one week is open. I think about seven, ten days might be still available uh, for February. And then we have Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week in March, and then April we got a few days open up in there again and then May, you know, the calendar goes on around. We we'll start hitting them festivals one after the next. So we definitely if you want to support us, send us an email to G U L L G E E C O at A O L dot com if you would like to have us come to your city, your country, your town your institution to present as part of the Gullah Gitche Land and Legacy World Tour. We greatly appreciate it. This is the last year getting ready to come up for this year one, and then we grind on back to saving the Sea Islands. Thank God for this year. Thank God for Hunter Chillin'. And wherever Hunter to be, make sure Hunter give some gift to the world. Just join me and give your gifts. And thank God that you got some gift for Gee. All right? Peace and blessings to all of you. Enjoy your family, your friends, and your community. And at all times and through all things, just stay uplifted. And we continue to pray for peace in the world. And definitely for shalom. May nothing be missing. Peace and blessings. chilling this year, the Queen Quet, head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad honour Hanging Yai Tuning one more again to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Peace and blessings. Thank you, thank you.